Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What is happening, beautiful people? It's your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture the podcast for all cultures, the podcast with the purpose. Our mission statement comes in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that is, he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So this platform has been built on the pillars of respect, communication and consistency. So we get to know each other so we can love one another. We have a segment called The Makings of You, where we have our guests to come on and we have a one-on-one conversation with them. And we ask them about their childhood, their upbringing, their perspective on life and points of view. Then they come back on with a panel of all our other guests and we have a discussion about hair, makeup, child welfare, beauty standards, you name it. All things that deal with culture and things that deal with life because that's how we can have growth, conversation, and understanding. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure to follow and subscribe. Also go to our website where you can find the rest of our content as well as our merchandise at everythingculture.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, IG, as well as TikTok. We're all over. But we want to say thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your love. And if you'd like to be a guest, make sure to go to our website at everythingculture.com and go to contact and leave your information and we will follow up with you soon. Thank you so much. God bless. Peace. What up, what up, what up? This is She Gets It Podcast. My name is Shan. Welcome. Today we're going to talk about no, 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 no. When it's really yes. And what I mean by that is, do we really understand what consent is? Whether we're men, whether we're women, whether we're girls, whether we're boys, We are just human beings roaming the earth, interacting with one another, right? But do we understand what consent is? And 
what is a no and what is a no meaning maybe or what is a yes like okay for sure I'm sure it's a yes I think um that's a little bit foggy for everybody so I'm just gonna discuss what consent is what consent looks like um how consent is said for a yes how that may mean a no depending on these things just for some clarity because everybody needs clarity because we don't want to see anybody locked up you know this is the climate for me too you know everybody has something to say about what happened with me with this and what happened last year and what happened in my career 10 years ago and this person did this and this person told me I had to do this we're all clarifying it so you should never find yourself in a situation where shit is foggy or something can be misunderstood because you're going to be direct about your intentions and you're going to be direct on what you want and what you don't want. So some things that we consent to in adult life would be um, contracts. Things that we consent to could be um, doctors taking our blood or sharing our information with our insurance companies. Uh, We may also consent to having sex with adults um, who can verbally tell us that they want to or can verbally tell us that they do not want to. Um, People who are sober and not under the influence of any drug or alcohol and, you know, are just as wide awake and coherent as we are when we're asking for these things. And you never want to ask someone for consent when they're not in their best state of mind, when it's not the most healthy situation and when someone does not feel guilted into doing something or pressured into doing something or uncomfortable and everybody knows when somebody is acting uncomfortable or maybe looking uncomfortable or feeling uncomfortable I think a lot of times people get so caught up in their wants that they refuse to understand that hey I'm overstepping my boundary hey let me take a step back hey maybe this is not a good time and I think as adults we have to take that time to allow someone to make a step forward towards us if we want to make a step forward towards them if someone is not calling you back if somebody is not Um, showing up when you guys said you would quote-unquote meet or someone uh, not staying over like they said they were going to stay over like those are clues that somebody kind of doesn't want to do what you guys probably quote-unquote planned 
and they're uncomfortable and it's okay for people to be uncomfortable you just have to be able to say so and once you say that you're uncomfortable about something no matter what it is as an adult as a consenting adult you have a human right to not have to do that thing you know unless legally you are arrested and you did something uh, in a illegal light where you have to be locked up or you have to be put somewhere. Um, but consent occurs when one person voluntarily agrees to do something or uh, participate in an act or a favor because they want to. And the other person is in agreement. Like someone with a mental disorder, I don't think can consent. That's why they have a caregiver that, you know, does their legal forms and agreements for them. Or they have a parent that looks after that for them or a um, another family member or somebody that's legally appointed to take care of legal matters for them because they're not in their best state of mind. Um, people with, um, you know, no knowledge about adult important, um, decisions may need a consenting adult to go ahead and help them make that decision or sign for them. Um, you know, legal age is the only age that a person can give you consent for something. If someone is not of legal age, and when I say this, huh, R. Kelly, are you listening? <laughs> when someone is not of a legal age, we're talking 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, depending on where you're living, because um, age 16 and older in Canada, you can consent to have sex, apparently. Hmm. Um, we all know where our minds were at 16. So, yeah. So, I don't know how they came up with that, but okay. Um, but here in the United States, you need to be 18 to give consent to sign legal documents. You need to be 18 to give consent to have sex with someone. Um, you need to be 18 to um, sign off on documents for your employer, uh, tax documents. So... Just make sure someone is at the correct age. Um, consent can be a verbal yes. Uh, it can be a I'm sure. It could be a lot of things, but it means a yes. It's not a. Mm, it's not a hesitating yes. It's not a hesitating. I'm not sure. I don't know. Let me think about it. If somebody's saying I don't know, let me think about it. I'm not sure. That's them not being sure. That is not a yes. That is not for you to force yourself um, on them. You know, when there's a action applied to a situation to do something that's giving you a yes, somebody moving forward, somebody walking in after, you know, something is said and initiated, someone, you know, just giving you that yes. You know what I'm saying? Verbal signs of consent. You have a yes, I'm sure, I know, I'm excited, don't stop, more, 
I want to. I'm not worried. I want to. I want it. I want that. Can you please do this? Um, That feels good. I want to do this right now. I feel good about this. I'm ready. Like, this feels right. Yes! Those are consenting green lights to go forth and do something. Now, when you get to what is a no, we're talking about blatant no. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm scared. Stop. No more. Your ass needs to back up. You need to stop what you're doing. You need to get up and leave. You need to give this person space. I feel worried about this. I don't want to. I don't want it. I don't want that. You know, can you please not do this? I thought I wanted to, but I changed my mind. That hurts. No. Or if they're pushing you off, or if they're trying to leave, or if they're telling you, can you please go? Those are signs that they do not want something. They do not want you to go forward and do something that's involving them, their body, or their consent to go forward and do something. I'm not ready. Not sure if I'm ready. This doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel good. Stop. Or dead silence. Dead silence is not a yes. Dead silence is not a um, a purposeful no. But silence and saying nothing is still a no. It's still not me saying yes. Nonverbal consent, these days is going to get you in trouble because... It's not going to hold up in court. If somebody verbally did not say yes and didn't say all those verbal consenting um, words or statements, then you're going to run yourself in trouble. If you didn't ask, if a, a situation wasn't discussed before it was acted upon, then don't do anything. Don't go over there. Don't show up. Um, if somebody you go, calls you after hours, 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, I'm going to come over late, is that cool? And you say yes. Then you're consenting for that person to come into your space. If that person comes into your space and you guys are chilling and they you know, may start touching you in an inappropriate manner and you say stop and they don't stop, you're not consenting. If... They keep pushing themselves on you or they're bigger than you or they're stronger than you and you keep saying stop and you're screaming and they're covering your mouth. That's not getting consent. That is somebody that doesn't want to do that. But if they say no and they're grabbing on you to still be on them and they're kissing on you and they're proceeding and they're helping you take off their clothes... That's a mixed signal that's not fair to that individual that really wants to pursue you. If somebody says to you, hey, if I come over late night and I'm only coming over there if we're doing X, Y, and Z, and you do not want to do X, Y, and Z, tell that person, cool, don't come. 
if that's something you don't want to do. Don't ever back yourself in a corner with an individual where in their head that they have another idea of what they want to do and you're kind of still thinking if you want to do that. Don't put yourself in a corner to be forced to make a decision right there and feel stupid about it. If you're not sure, don't invite anyone into your space or into your private areas of your body and and just do something because you thought think it through that's your body you only get one body in this life you know what I'm saying and consent to a lot of people is very different consent to a lot of cultures is very different I'm one of those people who believe even if I am married and there's some random night where I do not want to engage and anything sexual with my husband and I tell him no I want that to be a no I want him to stop just because I'm married to you doesn't mean you take whatever you want to take from me when you take it or you demand for me to do sexual favors for you because I'm married to you I'm married to you because I made vows to you to take care of you to be your partner to be your teammate to love you through whatever but at the same time don't take away my human right to have a choice or a decision in what I want to do with my body you can still rape your wife if you're married to to your wife like if somebody tells you no let that be a no respect them saying no like I know sometimes playfully women may say no stop but sometimes you really don't want your man or whoever you're with to stop. You really just just playing with them. Well, now if you really don't know a person on that level, you know, for how many years you know them and that's not something you guys normally do, then again, you're sending mixed signals. But if this is someone brand new and they really don't know you that well, and you really don't know them that well, make sure you're sure when you're sure. Make sure your yes is a yes. Not a 50% yes, not a 65% yes, not a 98% yes. Make sure it's a yes. Because whatever act sexually is done, it's done. It's kind of like when you, when you go to get a tattoo and you sign the forms to say that you're 18 that you understand the risk of this and you're signing that and you're giving them your ID once they start with that ink and that needle onto your skin that tattoo is on you yes today you could get it removed but that tattoo is there the that time has passed you have now an experience that you're going to have to look at, um, that you're going to have to become one with unless you want to go ahead and get it removed. Same thing, when I went skydiving a few years ago, when I signed that form after watching that video, after knowing the risk that maybe this parachute may not open, maybe this plane may go 13,000 feet into the air and something may happen where this plane may crash and I could die or whatever or I may come down with this parachute open and because I don't have my feet out properly I may land wrong and may break a limb I'm taking that risk 
Same thing with your body. If you're consenting and you're saying yes, then it's kind of like you're signing a contract to continue. But at any time, with, with, with having sex, you can say stop. If you don't feel good at any time, you can say stop. And that goes for men and that goes for women. I don't care who you with. I don't care how long you've known them. That's your human right to be able to say stop. That's your human right to be able to say no. And men, if you're at a party, boys, if you're at a party and there's a girl and she's clearly under an influence of something, you don't know what it is. It could be drugs, it could be alcohol, and she's not completely sober, do not have sex with her. Period. The most manliest thing you can do is make sure you find a good friend that is a female that she came with that wants to leave with her that is equally like sober, you know, and tell her, hey, take her home. Make sure she gets in a cab and goes home. Make sure she gets in an Uber and goes home. And today you have to be mindful of these Ubers and these Lyfts. They're regular people. So if somebody is, you know, not sober and they're drunk and they're in the car and they're under the influence, let a friend go with you. You just never know what's going to happen. These are regular people wanting to make some extra cash driving you from point A to point B. Anything can happen between point A and point B. Just to be safe, make sure you have a sober friend that can take you home get you inside your home lock your door like we have to be more responsible we have to be um at a point where we are more accountable about what we do um what we allow what situations we got into um the people around us some of the people that you call friends maybe just associates you never know um, what a person's standards are until you ask or until you're within an experience where this person didn't have your back or this person allowed this that you probably wouldn't allow if it was them. And unfortunately, most people learn that in the worst type of situation. But you have to avoid partners or people who are not in their best state of mind when it comes to sexual acts. Like, nobody is going to ask for your signature on signing for a house if you're drunk or if you're high. Nobody's going to ask for your signature uh, to give blood if you're not sober. There's a reason why they want you to be sober when you sign these contracts. Because you need to understand what the hell you're signing. You need to understand what you're allowing, what can happen, what are the risks. And the same thing that happens when you involve your body. You have to say yes if it's a yes, and you have to say no if it's a no. A 12 or a 13-year-old cannot consent to sex with someone that's less than, you know, more than two years older or you just, you just, first of all, a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old shouldn't be having sex. 
but it's 2019 and let's be honest these kids are having sex at eight nine years old sometimes earlier depending on what their living situation is or who is their parent that's not parenting like my ex the first time he had sex he was nine and I know a lot of other boys when the first time that they have sex was like a group thing or they ran train on a girl so it baffles me when people say oh I'm not having that sex talk until my kids are teenagers like Why would you not make sure that your kids are aware, are knowledgeable about what could possibly happen, what things may happen, what to stay away from? I'm telling my daughters about that when they're seven or eight. Because I just know, like, it's a possibility that with everything that's in the food, the chemicals, the water that they're drinking, their exposure to things, their internet, that they're going to see it before I tell them. They're going to hear about it before I tell them. Um, I don't want them to experience that until they're about 17, 18. But they possibly won't even be that by the time they experience it. Hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers and crossing my toes. Um, because I was 17 when I first had sex, but I don't know when, what age you're going to be when they first have it. I just want them to be mentally prepared to understand what are the risks and what can happen. So I'm telling them now when they're like seven or eight, I'm telling them about the, the, their body parts now. And, um, especially when my five-year-old asks me questions about my body and I'm telling them about, you know, what can possibly happen with, you know, boys' bodies and what changes they're going to go through so they can understand it. Because what you don't talk about with your kids, they're going to find out. It's one Google away. It's one search away. It's one IG page away. It's everywhere. It's in the shows on TV. It's in the cartoons. It's hella inappropriate. Like, stop trying to negotiate nonverbal head tilts and winks to be like, oh, that's a go. It's a green light. I could do X, Y, and Z. Make sure that man says yes. Make sure that woman says yes. Stop asking kids for consent. If you're not 18 and you're 7 years older, 8 years older, 10 years older, stop putting pressure on an 18-year-old to give you consent to do X, Y, and Z. When you're 18, you're just you're just a number. You're not mentally prepared for what comes with being an adult. I wasn't. I wasn't mentally prepared with what comes with being an adult until I was 25. And I would like to think that I'm very mature for my age. But that's just me honestly letting people know that the mind of an 18-year-old is just to wow the hell out. To do what they want to do when they want to do it, but they don't know what it is that they want. It's a risky age. And if you're younger than 18, you don't know shit. You don't know anything. 
you think you know something, but you really don't know. You don't understand it. Everything's new to you. Everything's fresh to you. It's, it's better to have knowledge of than to experience it and be like, oh, damn, later. I'd rather them not experience 10 shitty experiences by me giving them a few of my experiences for my kids. And I don't know if sex ed is being taught in schools anymore, but there needs to be a discussion talked about about what is consent. There needs to be a discussion talked to kids about It doesn't matter if it's a teacher, your uncle, your aunt, your dad, your mom, your brother, your sister, um, a police officer, a fireman, um, a pastor. If someone touches you in a sexual manner, whether it's your breasts, your butt, your private parts, tell Someone you can trust. Tell an adult. Because these sometimes the people that are your authority figures are just regular people in a suit. In a uniform. It doesn't mean anything. Your actions, your standards, your values, your morals. That's what means the most. And I feel like that has to be explained to these kids right now because they're not getting it. A lot of adults, 21 and older, are perfectly okay with talking to a 16-year-old that looks like she's an adult, that has a big butt, that has breasts. You know, we have, you know, silly names for what we call older women who want to talk to younger men. We have cougars. We have um, milfs. We have um, sugar daddies. We have um, what do they call them? There's all these names for people who have no business talking to the next person. And it's kind of like shrug that until something bad happens where somebody is taken advantage of. And my whole thing is nobody has to be taken advantage of if people just respected other people's space and other people's answers of consent or no consent. Understanding that, you know, if you meet a girl and, you know, she may play a lot and say no, but still kiss you. She may play a lot and say no, but still feel on your dick. She may play a lot and say no, and still come over and still get in your car. And y'all still go late night to bars and come in late, and you may sleep over. That third night that you sleep over and she does all these things, if she ever tells you no to sex, then it's a no, my G. It's a no. And men, y'all can say no too. It is perfectly fine for y'all to say no. It's rare. But men, y'all can say no too. Silence is not consent. Saying yes, then changing your mind is not consent. Saying yes to one thing, but not yes to another thing sexually is not consent. Not discussing it is not consent. 
blackmailing somebody into doing a sexual favor is not consent. A yes from someone who is not sober is not consent. A a nothing is not consent. You need to tell me yes. You need to tell me that you're okay. You need to tell me um, that you're all right, that this is good, that you want me to continue until you completely are sure, just don't. Until you're completely sure that this other person is sure, just don't. Keep your shit safe. Keep your your mental space um, free of negativity and damn, maybe she did or maybe he didn't or dang, I shouldn't have did that or I wonder what she's thinking right now or I wonder if she's going to call the police. If you ever think that a woman is going to call the police or a man is going to call the police based on some shit you did last night or last week or last month or at a party or at your best friend's house or in a basement or in a car or on a ride home, you fucked up. Point blank, period. So at the end of the day, people just get a verbal yes. If you have to sign a contract on some sexual agreement that you're doing on some, I don't, I don't know what you got going on type shit, then get that. If you have an NDA or whatever sexual favors you got going on, cool. Make sure they sign that while they're sober, while they're not pressured to. I'm just saying, everybody needs clarification on what consent is because at one time, long ago, that shit was, you know, cool and giggly to, to laugh at today. It's just not. A lot of shit cannot be taken as a joke anymore. A lot of shit cannot be shrugged at. And I think consent is one of those things. And I'm going to, like beat this into my nephew's head about what consent is because I don't want them ever caught in a situation where they thought a girl wanted to do something and they didn't. I'm going to beat this into my daughter's heads um, about what consent is because I don't never want them to give any mixed signals to any boys that they're going to talk to or deal with. I think more people need to be more upfront, straightforward, and honest about what their intentions are and what they want to do. And just understand what is not, you know, consent. Nonverbal consents, possibly a sign of consent, direct eye contact. Even if you do that, I need you to tell me it's a yes. Initiating sexual activity. Even if you do that, if I want to do something more, I need, to t- I need you to tell me you want to. Pulling someone closer, that's giving a sign that you do want more. So if you don't want more, don't do that. Nodding, giving a yes, just say yes, okay, to be safe. Laughing or smiling while somebody's doing something inappropriate, that's kind of giving a signal that you're completely okay with it. And if you're not, then don't do that. Open body language, that you're allowing them to do whatever to your body that's kind of giving them the okay but if you're not okay with it don't do it possible signs of no consent 
if you're avoiding eye contact, if you're not initiating anything sexually, if you're uncomfortable, if you're avoiding someone touching you, you don't want to be kissed, um, you're shaking your head no, if you're sad or you're scared or your body language is saying no, or you're covering up or you're like balling up, that's a no, my G. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. It's a no. Back it up. So, I don't know. I don't know who's confused out here. But after this, there's no way that you can be confused. So, if you need to share this with your nephew, with your niece, with your cousins, with your old-ass uncles that thought it was a game back in the day with girls that they would do certain things, but you still go ahead and do it. it used to be cool back then, but today it's just, it's just not a green light for you. It's not. So let's all do each other a favor, be upfront, be honest about what we want, and ask. Have discussions on what people like sexually. Have discussions on if people like to be touched a certain way. Um, They want their body parts held a certain way if they want to be tied up. Like All of that should be discussed before you guys are doing anything sexually with one another because you never know what may be a trigger for certain people. You never know what a person's experience is that they just don't want to involve themselves in a certain position or in a certain environment. So just ask. And most importantly, get to know somebody before you just invite yourself in their body. Duh! I mean, damn. My name is Shan. Just sharing what consent is, what you need to know. Maybe you already knew. Cool. I'm out. What up, y'all? Thank you for listening to She Gets a Podcast. My name is Shan. You can find me at www.whoishan.com. If you're a creative, email me at info at whoishan.com. If you would like to do a feature on one of these episodes, I would love to talk and figure out what is it that you do that you're great at and share it with the world. She Gets It Podcast is available on many platforms. You have iTunes, you have Anchor, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Podbean, hopefully more to come. YouTube, hmm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about doing a YouTube uh, channel maybe in the future. But if you want to reach me, you can reach me at Shan underscore gets it on IG. Other than that, y'all be great, and uh, see you soon. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Comfortable.